0: I want to talk to you about, uh, I titled this ghost because, of course, uh, you're about to see uh, witches and all that stuff all over the place, and so I've been so impressed by the Holy Spirit lately, I thought, well, this is a great opportunity to talk about the ghost, the Holy Ghost today, and this month because it really is an important thing for as a Christian to get your mind around because uh, you can either be a person who says they're a Christian but lives like everybody else, or you can be a Christian who lives in the realm of the supernatural. That's your decision. God won't make you be supernatural. It's something you have to be zealous about. But look, there are people in the world that are very zealous about the supernatural. I was telling somebody before church started, uh, I was watching. Are there any Saints fans in here? Yes, I'm a Jesus fan first, then I'm a Saints fan. But uh, but I was, the ESPN, when we were playing the Rams, you know, who it was the evil Rams last year. I know you might have some fans here, but you know what? That was evil. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, the ESPN did this piece before the Saints game. They came down to New Orleans, and they, they taped a voodoo uh, practitioner. Remember that? And she's got the incense and smoke, and she's babbling and talking i was like why did esp we're the saints we're not the devils and then she says she's casting a curse on the rams this is national tv we're the saints you know god's people (laughs) we're not the voodoo queen were, we're not the new orleans voodoo i think there is a team called that but we're the saints but when you try to mix the saints with voodoo you got problems who knew that when she, and look, and they kept coming back to this voodoo queen, this voodoo practitioner from New Orleans who they had a camera in her face while she's doing these incantations and throwing this bones and all that stuff on TV now, national TV. They keep coming back to her and just before the game starts, you know, she, she does, she throws something and says, peace. I'm like, when the devil says peace, that means trouble. It wasn't a couple minutes later, Drew Brees is injured for the next six weeks. I was like, you dirty devil. Somehow you got ESPN to put a curse on the Rams, and it, did, it, it boomeranged on us. You think I'm being superstitious? I'm not. You never want to mix the wrong, the dark side of the spiritual world with the, with the Holy Spirit. Whenever you do it, you got serious problems. Does that scare everybody? Like everybody's like, no, it was crazy, wasn't it? I I started praying. I remember one time we were, I think we were playing the Rams. We were, it was in the Superdome, and before the game, the lady brought out a snake wrapped around her and started doing witchcraft in the middle of the field. I said, "Who?" I felt embarrassed to be in the Superdome. I'm like, what the heck? I'm in a zoo, I'm in a voodoo ceremony. I didn't mean I didn't buy a ticket to watch a voodoo ceremony. Of course, we lost terribly, but. It, But people think it's a joke, and it's not a joke. They think it's funny, but it's not funny. We are entering into the spiritual realm to win. When Jesus walked on the earth, he was not just trying to be nice and psychological and helping people and trying to be a good guy, you know, socially aware. Jesus came bringing the supernatural. And if you read the book of Acts, the the book of Paul, all the apostles, they came saying, boom, we didn't come to talk. We came to bring the supernatural. They came to the world like God's X-Men. One had a gift of this, one had a gift of that. They were like, oh, those Christians, man, they're crazy. Uh, like they, they're the paranormal, the Jesus paranormals. I scared you again. Don't, don't It's not a scary word. But when they came out, when the, Paul said, I didn't come to you with excellency of men's wisdom, but when I came to you, I came to you with the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. Jesus taught his disciples, don't just go listen to some kind of a homily. Don't go listen to some kind of psychological thing to try to fix your life. Don't try to get too practical with it because God's all about the spiritual. God wants you to move to the realm of the spiritual because that's where things really happen. That's where change really happens. It happens in this realm where you can't see it, but it's there. Jesus was all about ghosts. It was the Holy Ghost on Jesus' life. And then he went out casting out ghosts. He did war with the ghost Because he had a stronger ghost in him, the Holy Ghost. Are you all okay? John 14, verse 16 says, through 17 says this. This is Jesus speaking. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. In other words, other than myself. He said, I'm not going to be with you, but he's going to give you another comforter. That he might abide with you forever. Jesus with you by the ghost, the Holy Spirit. Even the spirit of truth. Did you know, in the Greek, that word spirit is the same as ghost. Even the ghost of truth. The Holy Spirit is talking about. That the world cannot receive. Listen to that. That the world, can, whom the world cannot receive. In other words, because it seeth him not. In other words, the world don't know anything about the world of ghosts, the Holy Ghost. They can't see him, they can't perceive him, so they don't perceive that he's there. But you know him. Somebody say, I know the ghost. The Holy Ghost. He says, you know him. Listen to what he says. He says, you know him, for he dwelleth with you. And then Jesus is talking about the day of Pentecost, and he shall be in you. Everybody say, the ghost is living in me. The, don't get scared. Like, No, it's true. The Holy Ghost is living in me. Look, if you're a Christian operating without the Holy Spirit, you just missing out. you gotta, you got to have the courage to jump out there, out of the, I see it, I feel it, I understand it. And you've got to go into the place where you're listening to a voice and operating in the power of God. That's what Jesus had in mind when he said, these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents and they won't hurt them. They'll drink any deadly thing and it won't hurt them. When Jesus talked about the church, he talked about ordinary people who have become extraordinary. They become X-men. You know, the letter X means Christ in the Greek language, so I, it's good to say X-Men. I don't even watch the movies. Those movies, I don't know what they, but, but he said, when my people are going to have something about them that's spooky, but good spooky. He said, I'm going to live this way above the ordinary, and I'm going to do the extraordinary, and all my disciples are going to enter into this realm where they don't live down here just trying to get by and asking God to you know, help me out. But they live up here above it in the realm of the Holy Spirit, and they begin to do awesome things. This is God's dream for your life. Are you with me? The Greek, I said it before, Greek is pneuma. The Greek for spirit is pneuma, the same word for ghost. I think 90 times in the King James, it's translated Holy Ghost. I think it's four times Holy Spirit. But all the new translations said, we don't like that sound, that word ghost, so let's just say spirit. It just sounds so much more spiritual, but it the, the word means the same. means breath. It means the Holy Spirit. It means it means spirit, ghost, the Holy Ghost. Now, if you think about God moving in the world, there was the, the Father moving in the world through prophets, which was also the Holy Spirit. Then Jesus showed up on the scene under the power of the Holy Spirit. Then He sent back the Holy Spirit upon the church. Right now, the Holy Spirit is the main player on planet Earth. you got to hook up with him. He wants to use you even if you've got problems and you're a little bit weird. He wants to use you. He wants to fix you up, and he wants you to become supernatural because that's how you skip over the frustration and you enter into the purpose of God. All right, look, look at this. I love this. Acts 1.8. I love this scripture, one of my favorites in the Bible. But you shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you. We read that a couple of days ago. A couple of Sundays ago. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the other parts of the earth. The suggestion is you need power to be a witness. That you're not just supposed to be a witness. It's like, you know what? I go to church. It's really helped me a lot. That's good. I'm not picking on you. God bless you for doing anything. You know, you just put a post on Facebook like, I love Jesus. Like I said, I love Jesus. That's good. But that's not what this has in mind. If you can accomplish it on your own and you don't need the Holy Spirit to do it, it's not going to be near as effective as the Holy Spirit. God is saying, I want you to get out of here. I want... power's going to come up on you. Power's going to come upon on you. You're not just going to visit the hospital and bring some flowers and say, oh, it's a shame you're sick. It would just get well. We'll be thinking about you. That's good. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not teasing you about it but listen what about this go in and say in jesus name be healed i was praying for you the holy spirit spoke to me on the way over here man and i believe you're getting out of this bed right now i remember they asked me to come pray for my mom she was in the hospital and her heart was failing she had congest- congestive heart failure my mom wanted me to sit in the ro- someone to sit in the room with her and i felt the holy spirit say you're going to hold her hand and she's going to be healed and I, that was a moment with the Holy Spirit. Now, You don't have to be, like, goofy and silly and, you know, scary-like. But, but, but I just knew. And so my, I, I was watching that monitor, and her heart rate was so low, I didn't know if she was going to live. And I held her hand and I, all by myself, and I remember what the Holy Spirit told me. And I said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. And when I did, I saw her heart rate going up. I was like, this is working. Then I was like, I said it again, in the name of Jesus, be healed. And then her heart went, the next day they said, we don't know why, but she's fine. And she went home. And that's much better than bringing some chocolates or some flowers. You need to bring something that they actually needed. And this is your life. This is what God wants for you. I love this. It's Acts 1-8 in the classic Amplified. It says this. But you shall receive power. Listen to this. Ability efficiency and might. That's the word dunamis in the Greek, power. Ability, efficiency, and might. When the Holy Spirit come upon you and you shall be witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost bounds of the earth. Are you with me? Now, look, underlie the word efficiency. Say, I receive the efficiency of the Holy Spirit. Now, how many of you are busy? Wave at me if you've got too much to do. You can't, you can't get it all done, right? That's probably everybody. You feel like you've got too much to do. Well, you don't. Need, most people can't. Don't feel like they can have a ministry because they think of ministry hours and hours trying to talk people in to loving God. When Jesus talked about ministry, he was efficient. Jesus, I told you the story a couple other day, a couple weeks ago, the other day, about the woman at the well. the The disciples are going to lunch. While at lunch, Jesus uses the gifts of the Holy Spirit and wins a region. How many know that's efficient? That was a lunch break. Jesus on a lunch break wins a city by winning the one the one woman who has influence, and they all follow her. He gets the right woman at the right time. He asks her the right question. He moves in the gift of the word of knowledge. He tells her, you know, you know. He says, uh, "Go get your husband." She said, I don't have a husband. He said, you're right, you don't have a husband. You have five, and the one you're with is not yours. She was like, I perceive you are a prophet. (laughs) Where'd you get that clue? Because he automatically, he he said, we're not talking about men and women here. This is you and the Holy Spirit now, because I know your business. Look, you get serious with someone. You get serious. I remember I, I was with one of my uh, associates, and I, I, went, uh, I was talking about moving in the Holy Spirit. And uh, his, his name is Dale Holstein. I remember because it was so funny because he's such a Methodist, you know. So if you know him, he was like a, you know, he's like a really just easy going. You know, he's like a real grounded guy. I said, follow me, man. Let's go in. So I went to the counter of this business, and the girl was there. I said, hey, what's your name? She, said, she told me her name. I said, you know what the Holy Spirit just told me? She said, what? I said, you have four brothers. She was like, I do. I said, let me tell you something else. You just got out of a bad relationship, and your heart's broken. You're afraid to go into another relationship. Now, we're like a dry cleaners, and the girl's going. (laughs) Look, we got through all of the religious mumbo-jumbo, all the cultural mumbo-jumbo. Suddenly, I'm looking into her face, and she said, God just showed up. I wasn't God, but the Holy Spirit showed up. We got right to it, and then my, my friend, uh. Dale, he started saying, and let me tell you something else. And he jumped right into the same thing. And before it was over, she's like, Where do you go to church? Because I want to go to that church. She was she know nothing about God, but you didn't have to argue her into serving God. She came face to face with the Holy Spirit. This is what it means to be efficient. I mean, you don't know, try to convince people. Look, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, when you are in the Holy Ghost, when you're operating in the Holy Ghost, you have efficiency. You don't have to spend 17 hours trying to talk somebody into getting healed or into getting saved or set free. It's a moment with God. Watch the ministry of Jesus. He is not sweating it. He's just saying, come out in Jesus' name. How many want some of that? Right? He's just saying, be healed in Jesus. He didn't say in Jesus' name. He would just say, be healed. And they were like, in that moment, they were healed. Don't you love? Paul's preaching. He's preaching and preaching. And then he perceives that someone has the faith to be healed, and they're crippled. He says, get up right now. Boom, they get up. How many of you know that's pretty efficient? You don't have to go advertise on Facebook. you got that stuff right there. And you do. You do. The Holy Spirit never left the earth. He's still here waiting for the church to become the church. You to become the church you. Are you with me? Did someone turn off my clock back there? (laughs) i got to finish. Keep going, going. all right. (laughs) Someone was like, that guy, why did he say that? (laughs) Being filled with the Holy Spirit is being activated. Say it with me, say activated. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is being activated. Jesus said, wait to be filled with the Holy Spirit because I want everybody to be activated into the realm of the, of the spirit, to the paranormal realm. I'm scaring you when I say that because I just wanted you to get, get your attention. The holy paranormal, paranormal according to the Webster's Dictionary is the scientifically unexplainable. How many of you want to go into the scientifically unexplainable? He wants to call you out of the limits of the explainable and he wants you to move into the scientifically unexplainable. He wants you to move in the supernatural. Jesus demanded his disciples live in the holy paranormal. Not like crazy palm readers and fortune tellers. But to live in the, the Holy Spirit paranormal. To be able to say, listen, we are not limited. This is your life. This is your new realm. Not stressed out and worried and fortunate. But allowing the Holy Spirit to do what he wants to do. Jesus lived that life, and so will you. The Holy Spirit is the power to be an effective, efficient witness. Now, I don't have time to go through what I was gonna go through, but let me finish with this. Um, because it's important for us, especially in Halloween, you know, especially when you start seeing the decorations, everybody dressed like demons and devils and everything else and blood and gore and all that stuff, and I used to think it was fun, and you start to realize, no, it's real. If you live in Louisiana... The spiritual world is real. You live in New Orleans; that ain't fake. That ain't fake. I, when I was a little, I mean, I, my dad was a preacher, and all my family went to the Methodist church. After church on Sundays, for fun, and my aunt had a table. It was about this square, and I saw my uh, one of my one of her children and a, a couple of the one of the cousins sitting at the table, and the table was off the ground. I was like. I was like, what the heck is that? They said, oh, don't worry. They're just talking to the table. I said, talking to the table? What does that mean? Well, they said, well, bump once for yes and twice for no. In the house of a Christian, there was a table you could talk to like a Ouija board. And you, had, you say one. And look, I thought, that sounds fun. So, you know, I kind of got into it. Like, let's all talk to the table. Because <laughs> to me, you know, I thought, well, this is, this, I'm, I'm, there's something real spiritual I want to know about it. So we, we all got around the table, and you had to put your hands on the table and believe, right? Look, you think I'm just playing. i played it. One time, all four legs got up off the ground. We would, and my uncle said, in the name of Jesus, get out from under. Well, that thing just went right back down. I was like, ooh. And I, later, you know, we would do it on a regular basis. People would be by themselves talking to the table. This is Louisiana. That's why ESPN did that whole thing, because this is Louisiana. This is the this this is a reality. Voodoo, witchcraft. It's a reality. There are people in Hammond, people you know practicing witchcraft, you don't even know it. They're trying to cast spells on you, your church, your pastor, your friends, sickness. Look, like, they're dealing in darkness. And they're serious about it. I, I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm saying greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You better hook up. If you're in Louisiana, you better hook up with the Holy Spirit. You better find that there's something in you. You better get active and powerful in what God gave you and stop pretending that it don't exist. Like doesn't exist. Are you with me? So it's, it's important to to be activated, I, I'm going to give you this little illustration. Well, let me just give you the story. Later in life, I was in college. Diane and I had a friend. I said, "Let me let me go show you the ladies. The, you know, she's got a table that talks." And so I'm in college, bringing my friends, and so we went to the table. I said, "Can we talk to the table?" She said, "Sure." So we went to talk to the table again, and I, and I started feeling like the real Holy Spirit saying, "You know what? I wasn't even a Christian, but if something tells telling me like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Do not be doing this. but I, So I felt this apprehension for the first time. Like God was dealing with my life and said, you need to leave this alone. And so I put my hands on the table. and You know, we're talking to the table, and it's a crazy thing. And, uh, and my friend is freaking out. He's from Iran. He's freaking out. And then I, I asked the table. I said, table? I know it sounds crazy. I said, can you get demon-possessed by playing with this thing? And that, that table went boom which meant yes. I was like, we are be, we're going to be leaving now. <laughs> we ran from that place. From that moment, I understood that there was a war, and that was trying to draw people into this false picture. I want to give you one picture from, from, from Exodus before I leave. you remember when Moses uh, was moving to, against Pharaoh to let the people go? God gave him a rod, and he took that rod, and God said, this is what you're going to need. This, you're going to need the supernatural with you. The supernatural is the rod of God in your life. It represents the power of the Holy Spirit. And so he, there was these two magicians, Janus and Jambres, that were working for the Egyptians. And they were powerful magicians. matter of fact, when, when Moses turned the, the sea and all the water, all the ponds, all the puddles, when he turned it all into blood, Janus and Jambres did the same thing. And so Pharaoh wouldn't believe because there are people that can move in the supernatural. There are people that there are people that want the supernatural without God. They want to operate in the realm of the spirit without God. This is how demonic darkness, occult things happen. But here's the picture I want you to carry with you because I don't want you to be afraid. I hope you, how many believe the Holy Spirit stronger than the other spirit? Come on, say I got the Holy Ghost in my life, right? Don't be afraid because the enemy's afraid of you. Moses went before Pharaoh and he had his rod and he said, Let my people go. And he said, I ain't gonna do it. And Moses threw down the rod, bam, like God told him, and it became a snake. And so then Janus and Jambres, they threw their rods down and it became two snakes. And it was like the enemy just, you know, trumped God, it looked like for a second there. And then they let him sit there for a second, and suddenly the snake started like quarreling. The, the, the God snake with these other snakes. And then suddenly God snake said, and ate up both of those two snakes. And here's the message. The God in you is bigger than anything else that can come against you out there. The Holy Spirit in you is, come on, shout with me. Say, the Holy Spirit in you is greater than any other spirit. So here's what we're going to do today. We're going to, I want you to be activated in the Holy Spirit. I want you to be activated in the Holy Spirit. The gifts of the Spirit, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, gifts of miracles, gifts of faith. Everybody put your hand in your belly. Say the Holy Spirit is not only with me, the Holy Spirit is in me. And today I'm being activated in the Spirit of God.